Good afternoon, it's March 9th, 2022. This is To My Liberal Friends, and I'm John Haddo. Once again, Congress is up against the wall with getting a bill passed that will continue to fund the government. They've been doing it with short-term solutions, continuing resolutions, as they're called, to keep the government from going into bankruptcy or defaulting on loans. Now, Democrats and their House leaders, they thought they had a deal cut, and they were going to... Re passed this before they went on their retreat to Philadelphia this weekend, but things went awry, as they often do in Congress, and they couldn't get an agreement within their own caucus. The major sticking point is how much money they're going to allocate for continued COVID-19 aid in an omnibus bill to try to get it over the finish line, and some of the rank-and-file members re rejected the idea that they would claw back unused coronavirus money to fund the proposal. And by that, what I mean is there's a lot of money that's been sent to state and local governments that just sits there. It's been unspent. And Republicans have said, hey, bring that money back and then we'll redistribute it where it's really needed. Well, the plan was to get this done, and they released a 2,700-page, $1.5 trillion spending package early on Wednesday, giving lawmakers typically just a couple hours to read it before they planned on a vote. They wanted to take this as a quick vote to fund the government, provide aid for Ukraine, and then move, move on to Philadelphia for their retreat. But even Bill Pascrell, a Democrat from New Jersey, said, we're learning some of the things <clears throat> for the first time, what's in the bill and what's not in the bill. That's your biggest problem. And that's typical of the way Congress seems to work these days. Put things in big bills, massive number of pages, hand it to members and say, we're going to vote on this in a couple hours. Now, the the legislation does include, and it's timely, $13.6 billion in Ukraine aid. And because Congress is facing a Friday shutdown, they had to get, do something here. Well, the day began, as far as Speaker Pelosi, on an upbeat note, as she announced that it's a long-awaited deal and she thought she had it done. It was going to have massive funding increases for key federal health, science, education, and defense programs. The compromise opened the door for lawmakers, lawmakers to avoid this looming shutdown, but at last, it went awry at the last second. Republicans started demanding that the money be financed in full, resulting in a bipartisan deal that sourced the coronavirus funds. And they said, let's go after that pot set aside for state government in the last stimulus law. If they haven't used it, let's get it back. Well, this upset a wide array of Democrats because they never like to take money back from anybody. And since it threatened to revoke the aid their local governors and legislatures had counted on, they said no. Some lawmakers even charged they were blindsided by concessions made by the top brass in their own party. Now, Republicans already won additional concessions, forcing Democrats to back down on repealing the provision of law that bars federal funding from abortion-related services. That's known as the Hyde Amendment. And GOP, the GOP secured more than $23 billion for two key federal agencies that oversee immigration, U.S. Customs, and U.S. Border Patrol. That's a lot more than Democrats would want to give it and more than the president wanted. But Democrats aren't interested in border control. They want the borders open. And I've had this debate over and over, and yet nobody seems to listen. Republicans are saying, give these agencies that patrol the border the resources they need to control the southern border. And it's not just migrants coming here. We have people from all over the world, and we don't know who they are. And Republicans are saying, hey, time out. Time to stop this stuff. 
And so now Congress will have to strip some of this stuff out, give some of the Republicans what they want, and try to pass a bill later tonight that some Democrats won't like, particularly those on the liberal side, and then send it to the Senate. And therein lies another problem. In the Senate, this bill is subject to Rule 22, the filibuster rule. This is not getting it passed simply on uh, some 50-vote rule. And so they're going to have to carve some stuff up some more. It'll probably get carved up in the Senate, changed a lot, and sent back. So Democrats have a hard time marching out to Philadelphia if they send a bill tonight, Wednesday night, over to the Senate, and the Senate looks at it, makes changes, sends it back to them Thursday. Then what the House would have to do is pass another one of these short-term provisions to extend federal government funding till, say, March 15th or 16th, maybe even the 20th, to give them more time to negotiate some of this stuff. But that's the way Congress operates. It's not the right way, but unfortunately it's become the norm. And we need to get back to regular order in the Congress where we file appropriations bills on time. We have markups in the various subcommittees of appropriations. We have hearings. Then we send the bill to the floor and we vote on it. We don't tie everything up in these omnibus bills. And I'm gonna fault both sides on this because this has been going on for a while. We need to come back and function the way the House and Senate were designed to function and not just let the leadership design a bill over and over that won't work. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.